Good morning. Today is the day that the Lord has made. We're so excited to be here. Welcome to Mornings with the Montagues. Yeah. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing great. Doing great. Woke up with the Lord today. As you guys may or may not know, we are very different, Marcelli and I. I am American. Maybe one day you will actually make a video about all the process because it was... There's a lot of missing gaps, isn't there? Yes, it's just such a big door open that God opened where there was no door and, you know, a lot going on. Marrying to an American here in Brazil. <laughs> Marriage of a Brazilian. Not so easy as you think. Also challenging for me to become a Brazilian. So, all right. Yeah. Loving our differences. So this devotional, the first devotional in this Bible is about loving our differences. And I think that this is so perfect because we are different in so many ways, not just man and female, as Marcelli will talk about here in a little bit, but we are from different countries, different cultures, different family life, different languages. We were doing totally different things as we grew up from our different parts of our testimonies. And so this is really cool how God unites us and creates us to be different, but also uses that to bring us together. And so the verse today, Genesis 2, 18, the Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. Praise God. I waited so long. I'm still pretty young, but I waited forever for my wife. I waited forever. And you talk about it many times. Yeah, I felt like I waited for waited forever too. Really wanted a husband and children. We're not there yet on the children, just child. Yeah, just one. <laughs> so here's a little bit of this devotional. I'm not going to read all of it to you for length purposes, but here are some of the important parts that I saw that really stick out. So there are differences, even beyond the autonomous differences between man and woman that are so pleasurable, but there are differences built into the very DNA of man and woman that direct how they show their feelings, how they value relationships, how they solve problems. But the Creator God had designed those differences, not just the sexual ones, to bring man and woman together. In the first blush of love, we too are intrigued by our differences. She loves his take-charge authority. He is intrigued by her emotional vulnerability. She is impressed by his concern for others. He admires her dedication to her job. He loves the sound of her voice. She, is, she loves his willingness to listen. Still in time, as love settles into the everyday intimacy of marriage, this is what I love this devotional for because it's not just talking about the highlights of marriage. It's saying, even as love settles into everyday intimacy of marriage, because there's days when, I mean, just we're married. So there's not days until we kiss until like 3 p.m. in the day, you know, or, or say, I love you until later in the day, just because life happens, you know, work and baby and, and different things. Or I think we were, had some crazy situations, like my mom came to live with us for a while and then we had a baby. But before that, we were very able to keep up with this, I don't know, waking up and giving a kiss and uh, making sure we talk to each other. And uh, more often, right now we have a baby and uh, it's not baby's cute. Of course, he's not guilty of this or um, visitors here. We love to have people in our house. It's just like... Like, Especially our mother-in-law, okay? Don't get yeah. that wrong. I have an amazing, amazing... Yeah, person. she's awesome. She's so sweet. The sweetest person that I know besides Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> My husband is the third person. Uh, almost there, honey. Almost there. I just need, need, need a little bit more age there, maybe. So that was a, a saying, like, we we had more time to just be 
alone also because we got married in the pandemic and we had no one else in the house and no nothing else to do and nowhere else to go out it was pandemic it was closed it shut down we we had all the time in the world to be romantic you know something that we joke about is that we've been married for three years now but it feels like 10 because every day we both work from home we're together all the time and since the pandemic you know we were stuck together and of course, I like that. That's why I got married. I wanted to be with Marcelli. And so I'm very grateful love to be, for this. Yeah. yeah, we do. We really do. I'm not one of those husbands that are like, ah, I can't yeah, wait to get away from you. Because I, I love to be with you, you know? It doesn't work, you know, do business together for us. Yeah, we definitely do ministry together, business together. Of course, parenting together, the house life together. Here's, here's the continuance of this. Still in time, as love settles into the everyday intimacy of marriage, those very differences may become may begin to annoy us. That is true. We'll talk about that here in a few minutes. And the more we dwell on those differences, the more power they have to separate us and divide us. She talks too much. He never listens. She's a workaholic. He's too into his friends. He's a control freak. She falls apart at the slightest challenge. Our marriage vows challenge us to work through those differences. They remind us that no matter what threatens to divide and conquer us, chronic sickness, job changes, cross-country moves, <laughs> yeah, or moving to a different country, reoccurring infertility, pornography, addiction, overspending, we will give our best effort to hang in there together, loving, honoring, and obeying each other. The final part here, we can't do that alone, however. The superglue that holds us together through everything that threatens to push us apart is God before whom we made our marriage vows. This is so important to us because through our different situations of our, our families' lives and the, the things that we have seen, marriage is held together by God. God is the center. He is the glue. And we need him as a plumb line, as that, that base, that foundation, where if something's wrong, we come to God. This is how we solve problems, right? This is how we overcome things, no matter what it is. And even... Like, for example, we were having a bad day, a difficult time, or we, we fought that day that in a moment, and we have to go back to God, and God just transforms us back again into we, who is supposed to be in Him, and He gives us that um, patience that we need, all that we need to, to be a good husband and good wife, right? That we lost it. We lost it for a, for a minute, but God brings it back like, Put yourself together, son, daughter, and he helps us. So he is our foundation. He is our rock. He's everything for us to 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 have a good marriage. We would be horrible people to each other. People without Jesus. Without Jesus. Yeah. Like not just with each other, but with others, you know. And we can't be like that. We have to be like Jesus and he he helps us. We're not be so sweet. Through the power of his saving love, he can do he can so transform us that we become more like him. And amazingly, all of our differences more like each other. And in that oneness, we become, as Ecclesiastes 4.12 says, a cord of three strands, which is not easily broken. And so this devotional comes with questions. What are some things... Yep, yep I'm going to put them underneath and also in the description. What are some things that attracted us to each other in the beginning of our marriage or our time together? What did I admire most about you and what did you find irresistible in me? So, I'll let you start. Well, all of you, you were so irresistible. Oh, all right. Uh, I think about the calling, being a missionary. And uh, that's what 
called my attention about Dallas because he, you don't expect when you're working like to receive a message from an American here in Brazil, like it's not common. So I was not expecting that. And uh, I was like, okay, a random person sending me a message. I think it's a scam. But when I entered, I saw like, yeah, he really, he's really sending me a message. And I saw he was a missionary. And I was like, oh, if he's a missionary. And I sent him a message back. And so we talked for a whole year. And uh, yeah, being called by God. Wow, I hear a baby. I think our baby's up. Better go get our boy. We'll keep her to keep recording in a second. Your name is a liar, but I don't even need to Your name cannot be overcome. Your name is a lie, forever live to hide. Your name cannot be overcome. Welcome back. Welcome back. Our quick commercial break <laughs> because my son woke up. So answering these questions, what attracted me to Marcelli? I loved that Marcelli was adventurous and spontaneous, and she was quick to adopt things. I loved this about her. As a missionary, you have to adapt quickly. You have to change. You have to kind of be ready in a moment's notice. And so in the beginning of our marriage, that was amazing because we would just be spontaneous. What are we going to do today? Boom, let's go. going to go feed people on the streets with bread? Do you want to go down to downtown Sao Paulo and go shopping? You know, it just, you know, whatever happened, happened. And I love this about Marcelli. She wasn't like a methodical person where you had to plan everything out. She was just like, let's go. Let's figure it out on the way. I love that. I love planning. I have a, a beautiful planner that my husband gave it to me. It was always my dream. I never had money to buy a planner. And now I have a husband to help me too. Okay, let me explain. This planner is like no planner I've ever seen in my life. It, it plans everything. It's insane. It's yeah, and it has verses, Bible verses in it. I love to plan, but I also love adventures. So if God brings up like, let's do something, you know, let's serve the Lord, I'll definitely do it. I'm on it. The next question says, what are some of those pet peeves about each other today? And in any way, are these related to what we initially found attractive? Yes. This is why I mentioned the same one, because in the beginning, it was attractive that Marcelli was spontaneous and she was quick to adopt things and, and adapt very quickly. But today... It's a little wild because, for example, if Marcelli sees something or decides something, she adopts it quickly. Let me give you an example. She decided one day, I don't want to eat sugar anymore. And she also takes great pride in what she feeds us, the boys in the house, right? And so she hasn't bought sugar in six to eight months now. And we eat honey and we eat sugar cane, something, I don't know what we call this in America, malado in Brazil. If you are Brazilian, you understand malado. And is this just something in the South or you have it in Brazil? In English, we have it in English too. I've never seen it in my life. And so, yeah, so she she never bought sugar again. And so I'm trying to make my coffee. Where's the sugar? And so that is like, okay, I liked this in the beginning, but now it's a little crazy, but I've learned to adopt it as well. And she's taking good care of me. I'm drinking my coffee with melado, with Sugar cane. It's not real sugar. It's healthier or something like this. It's pretty sweet and sweet and makes it like creamy. Makes your coffee creamy or with yeah, milk. It's amazing. It's good. Has a flavor. I hope to find this in America. How about you? Something that drives you crazy. Yeah. yeah. There's probably not very many. No. Uh, one thing is, it happened just later on in our marriage when I think you, I don't know what happened. Like you became anxious about something. I don't know. But... 
you became so <laughs> okay but you became a workaholic you know for a while right now it's so great you're doing great again you know you have time with us with family with baby with mommy you know you have time for things you know for life and there was a I don't know for a year about a year that you were like super workaholic or maybe less than a year a few months but it was horrible I hate it you know because you didn't make space for us time for us you're working like from who knows where what time like in the morning six in the morning until like 10 p.m sometimes and sometimes I know into bear speed Elijah you kept working you know so it was insane it was insane like in, sometimes no time to her for lunch so that was too much for me and uh, I'm glad like um, God helped you to go back to and as I said earlier how supposed to be when I'm in the will of God I'm here I'm recording I'm reading the word with my wife and sharing the gospel that's what we do and we've had this amazing this last week we've had the opportunity to go and, and do ministry and it was incredible it was like one of my favorite events that we preached at in a long time I think just because we, we prepared so much we prepared our hearts we we also it was so good counseling marriage counseling not because we were thinking about anything like separation or anything like that but just because we wanted to i don't know if we thought it was interesting because counseling is more like one-on-one i think this is where uh because there's a group and marriage group it was awesome it was pretty cool like it was a lot of healing there a lot of prayer and a lot of Bible uh, Bible teaching, yeah. biblical teaching for everyone. And some people came raw. Some people came like with no, uh, not even married, just living together. Yeah, nothing. And we got to see like all that happening. We thought, oh my, our marriage is okay. <laughs> but then we noticed like, that has become an alcoholic and Mercedes has these issues. Uh, and we were able to work with it. So I think we grew in maturity with that too. It was very good. There was things that, I mean, I'm sure everyone does, but we brought things into our marriage, you know, that we needed healing from. And so it was so refreshing and it's been like nothing else since then, since we had that healing in, in those parts of our marriage. And so it's been amazing. The last question here, what are some differences that have actually helped improve and strengthen us? Some differences that help strengthen us and improve us. I think the makes me like the excitement the excitement of different cultures, it's so awesome. I love it. I love uh, when we talk about differences in our countries and things that it's just funny, like daily things that are funny. Like, uh, I don't know, there's things that Brazilians do and Americans don't. Like, for example, when we need to fix something, uh, Americans usually buy new and Brazilians, we fix everything because that's how you do it. You don't buy things new. You you fix it. You don't have that type of money, you know, to to just buy. So you have to fix it. And I also was like, this is junk. A fan broke. Like let's let's buy a new fan. Oh, just fix it, huh? Fix the fan. What are you talking about? Fix the fan. Yeah. So that wasn't right in you, like how to fix some stuff because of uh, his dad, right? But uh, he had to learn the Brazilian way to always try to fix things first. Right? Not live as broken. It's good. It's good. It's a good thing. And I would say, of course, uh, going back to the differences of culture. Yeah, there's definitely the way we grew up. 
I grew up with a lot of brothers and sisters. You grew up alone as a single child. And so that's a huge difference. But it's also allowed us to, you know, I think it's really going to play into the way that we raise Elijah in, in the differences. He's never just sat here like this before. This is wild. Thanks, guys. Here he goes. So our final question here, how does appreciating those differences make us more willing to accept differences in other people? I'm going to answer this first. That I think that when we appreciate the differences that we have with each other, but still we're so connected and still so relatable, that we can realize even though I'm different than the people I work with, or even though I'm different than the people I, even in my family or that I, I walk around, you know, my friends that we can still appreciate so many things that we have in common. <laughs> whoa, whoa, but we can still appreciate all the things that we have in common with people. And so this can help us to not to pick, pick, pick all the things we don't like or that we're not satisfied with in each other, but we can look at the good things of other people. And also one more thing, you were reading this book that was talking about seeing the gold in other people, right? Seeing, highlighting the gold because anybody, it doesn't take any anointing to see the bad in somebody else right? No anointing at all to see the bad in other people, but it takes somebody special or it takes the, this, it takes the intimacy with God to see the good things in people. And so I think that's a, that's a great thing. About them, how God is loving them, you know? That's the final question. So guys, thank you for joining us. This has been amazing. This is kind of the style that we're going to do. We're going to record as often as we can. Uh, we're inviting you into our homes and to our lives and um, let's pray. We're going to be back as soon as we can, maybe tomorrow, maybe a couple days from now. We don't know. So God bless you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time to be here. Thank you for my son that he allowed us to record this episode today. Thank you for putting this desire on our hearts to move forward with this. And I pray that you bless it. Lord, I pray that the people that tune in can be blessed and that they can also answer these questions with their husband or their wife or their their boyfriend or girlfriend, people that they are pursuing, that they can answer these questions and and find you in it, Lord. Because the verse says today that it is not good for man to be alone and that you gave man a helper that he may go and do the things that you're calling him to do, Lord. So I pray that you strengthen marriages who are listening today, strengthen our marriage, bless our home. We love you, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.